basketball. It's all about playing the game the right way. The name on the front of the jersey is more important than that name on the back of the jersey. You play for the Indiana Pacers. That's who you represent. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the All Pacers podcast. Please go follow us on Instagram at all.pacers or on Twitter at all underscore pacers and join the great fan communities we have there. As always, this is Jeremy, and I'm joined by Jack and Breezy. How are you guys doing today? Uh, I'm good. Uh, Austin isn't here. He, MIA. MIA. We're awaiting his revival. I'm sure he'll be here. With Wait. All. Oh, you said arrival. I thought you said revival. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> If, uh, if this is the spawn point, he'll just show up here. Oh gosh! So you know how he loves video games. That'd be perfect. <laughs> and for him. you know how we're in the Matrix. Also true. Possible. Uh, you know what? I've never seen the Matrix. I I want to take back what I said. So you you don't know. I don't know the how the Matrix works because there's not really. I get well. There are spawn points. But oh. You you have to have like a telephone. Okay. Well, I saw the new Office. Uh, clip that's been circulating uh-huh. where Dwight is being convinced that he's in the Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> so that's my knowledge of the Matrix is watching that. So not much. Okay. <laughs> well, may- maybe you'll have to check it out sometime so we can have a full All Dot Matrix podcast. All Dot Matrix. You uh, know, my other brother Jordan, a big Matrix guy. No way. Yeah, he really enjoys them. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe we can have him on as, as a guest. Oh, something weird about all you guys. Um, hey, uh, Jeremy. Anything big happened this past week? Uh, I don't know. Well, you do. It was your birthday. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so shout out to Jeremy for his birthday. Austin actually isn't here um, right now, but he did want to send this audio message to you. So I'm going to try to play this over the mic. He said, play this into the mic. I want to give Jeremy a special birthday shout out for the podcast. Hey, Jeremy. Happy birthday. It's been so fun to watch you grow up and to my talented little boy you'll always be my talented little boy and i'm so proud of you i hope you continue to be my talented little boy all right well there you have it quite quite the message yeah he's never called me that before (laughs) pretty sure you're a few years older than him i i hope he never calls me it again (laughs) uh what do you think the loud noise was in the background I don't know. Maybe he's standing next to a generator yeah, of some sort. Maybe a car wash, potentially. Perhaps. Very windy. Oh, maybe he got a job at a uh, airport, and he's <laughs> out on the runway <laughs> directing planes. Sending you birthday messages. Yeah. Man, uh, if you were with Austin at the time, and you didn't know who Jeremy was, you might think he's talking to his kid, his yeah. special little boy. Right. That's true. He, <laughs> you know how he is with his kids, though. There's no way they would have been with him. <laughs> Hey, well, anyway, Jeremy, happy birthday. Hey, thanks. Um, and if you guys want to donate to Jeremy's birthday fund, um, Jeremy, I'm sure you'll set one up. Uh, we'll do it in increments of $100, and hopefully we can make some money for you, Jeremy. Yeah, and that's increments, meaning the first person only has to donate 100 and then it goes up by 100 <laughs> So if you're even the second person, that's a $200 donation. <laughs> so you want to be first. And this goes to my favorite charity, uh, All Dot Jeremy. <laughs> benefiting all jeremy's in jack's living room at the time so. oh yeah it's just you so it's a it's a really nice charity it, it really helps out all the jeremy's that are here <laughs> so do you want to do a stat of the day yeah let's throw it to breezy <laughs> maybe he'll maybe he'll spawn if we throw it you to know him. what actually if he uh is really devoted at editing this podcast like he is right then he, it should be edited in right here all right well Austin, thanks for that stat of the day. Um, Jeremy, do you, do you want to start with the rundown? Well, maybe while he's editing, he'll also uh, switch up our theme song, which now includes <laughs> both Nate McMillan and Victor Oladipo, who are no longer with the team. <laughs> so Yeah, we haven't really acknowledged that yet. Maybe we can get on that. and Man, it's a or, mess. Or we just wait until none of the quotes are from anyone associated <laughs> with the team. Is there anyone left? I mean... Reggie will always be associated with the team. That's true. I guess technically no. <laughs> yeah, no one currently on the uh, theme song is on the team. And that's what you call setting easily attainable goals. We set a goal <laughs> that we'd already accomplished just so we could say we did it. Yeah. Hey, also we outlasted Oladipo. Now that that is true. Which? Not in total tenure, but in... Yeah. But in still being here. I don't want to brag about that either because I'm still a little... I'm still a little sad about it. You have it. been a little sad still. Yeah. Which we do have a lot of news about the Karis LeVert 
um, coming to Indiana stuff, which I'm sure we'll get to. Yeah, well, we can get right into it right now. Ooh, okay. Uh, we, we left off. We we did a live reaction podcast last Wednesday right after the trade happened, so we didn't have all the details, and uh, none of us had any of the details until almost four or five days later, I think it was, yeah. when the f- trade was finally complete. I know. It was like, why is the trade not going through? Info was trickling in. Uh, they said there was a problem with someone's medical. We weren't sure whose medical the issue was with, and it ended up being that Karis LeVert has a small growth on his kidney that held up the medical, which, first of all, thank goodness that he got traded because who knows how long it would have been before he realized that he had a growth on his kidneys. So. Yeah, he uh, he says, could the trade could have saved me, is yeah. the quote, um, after the mass was found on his kidney. Um, he's Another quote, he said, very grateful for such support I've received from not only the Pacers players, but the front office, the fans, and everybody associated with this program. Been a, been a great uh, few days for the Pacers PR. Yeah. Um, not necessarily for the team, as we've been losing games with all these injuries, too. Karis LeVert on top of that. Um, but I really like where the Pacers are going with this, where they're focusing on LeVert as the person first yes. um, and the player second. I think that does a few things for the Pacers. Um, first of all, I just want to shout out Paul George, who has been – trying to like bash the Pacers and tear him down for however many years now. <laughs> um, this might discredit a lot that he's been saying, don't you think? Yeah, well, I mean, no one takes him seriously, I don't think, <laughs> really. So. Yeah, especially Pacers fans. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I mean, just the team supporting Karis LeVert in this way, like, this is only going to um, make this environment better for Sabonis and Brogdon and Warren and the rest of the Pacers like when it comes to the time or when it when it comes to the point where they might have to make a decision if they want to play for the Pacers or not like I'm sure this won't hurt yeah um, showing that the Pacers support their players this way so uh, I'm proud to be a Pacers fan right now I'm excited for Levert to come back it uh seems op- like it seems like we should be optimistic about this whole thing yeah they uh they don't want to put a timeline on it but they they have said possibly six weeks before he can return to training so that's that'll still be this season hopefully we'll be able to see him in a Pacers uniform on the court are there real or any real similarities between um the Colts punter and Karis LeVert right so Rigoberto Sanchez found out he had cancer and then played in a game still yeah (laughs) follow like the following Sunday and then was out for a week because he had surgery so Given the timelines, they don't seem to be similar things. Okay. His much, his, uh, Karis Levert's must be a little bit more intrusive and take a little bit more recovery time. So, but yeah, they, they seem to think we'll get him back this season, which is, which will be nice. Which is crazy. We really need some players too at this point. So I'm, I'm excited to have him. Yeah. And also, the Pacers got, uh, additional cash in the, uh, trade as well as compensation for the missed time for Levert. Oh, okay. I was wondering about that. I was doing some research with one of our followers about the hardship clause. Yeah. Um, so we can sign a player. I think we're eligible right now. We could sign a player for 10 days with the hardship clause and uh-huh. then just like keep re-upping it, I guess. But I, it doesn't look like the Pacers are really trying to do that right now. Well, if there's any team in the NBA going through some hardship, <laughs> let me tell you what. Well, right right now, it's uh, the Grizzlies who just, I think, isn't it? Oh, well, Jaw's back now. Well, who was it today that had their next three games postponed? Was it oh, the Grizzlies? it is the Grizzlies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's that hardship. The Pacers just don't have any players right now, <laughs> so that's also hardship. Especially no big men. Yeah. I mean, Sabonis, Turner, just it turns out he fractured his hand, probably blocking too many shots. Yeah. he uh, His timeline is relatively short, though, I believe. Yeah. So that, hopefully he'll be back pretty I, soon. I saw no surgery will be required. Right. Which is important. Um and he'll just probably have a cast on his hand or like some something to like make it easier. Yeah, well probably hopefully just to like a, a hard br- cast a brace or something. <laughs> he can get one of those clubs like <laughs> NFL players <laughs> wear. Have you yeah, seen those? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um or he just has a sling and it's weird. That that would probably be not the best choice. Yeah. Uh we could have used him with the sling on uh some of these games though, but we won't get to that yet because I know we're gonna get to that point. But um are you excited to have Levert on the team? Where do you think he fits in, and uh, what do you expect from him? No, yeah, I think he's going to be a a great addition. Definitely needed to move Oladipo. The report came out that the Pacers had offered him uh, either a max or essentially a max. $25 million. And he turned it down. So there, 
So that clearly was never going to be moving forward next season. So to get a player of Levert's caliber back, uh, I think that's a great move for the Pacers. Obviously, I'm not worried about any long-term issues from the uh, mass on the kidney, but he does have some other injury concerns possibly that we have to keep an eye on in the future. But I think he'll fit right in and oh, be able to contribute I mean, really well. Uh, definitely with the with the injury history, like he's going to fit in really well. <laughs> That's a good point. It's a pure fit. No wonder they went after Levert. Yeah. Uh, has he ever had any knee issues before? Oh, yeah, we'll take him. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brockton was a special case because, like, hey, could anything on his body break at any minute? Right, well, that was... Yeah, we'll take him. That's like finding... Uh, treasure chest for the Pacers they're like are you telling me everything can get injured yes the perfect Pacers player Malcolm Brogdon (laughs) um so yeah I mean I'm excited about Levert too um I don't know what his production is going to look like after this mass um but I do think he's in a he's going to be in a system where um like he can score 18 points a game and maybe even grow from there so um, I don't know what to expect from him, especially the year that Brogdon and Sabonis are having. I'm sure the team's going to run their offense through those two the rest of the year, unless like Warren just takes complete control uh, over the situation or Levert does the same. Um, but I mean, the team when we're healthy-ish, I mean, Lamb's back now too, so hopefully we can yeah. keep getting healthier. But when the team is healthy-ish, uh, it gives opportunity for Sabonis to play really well. It gives opportunity for Brogdon to facilitate the offense really well and um, I like this team. So Levert should be able to plug right in and have success. Yeah, and we saw how well this team played together at the beginning of the season. Uh, like the only thing that seemed to be holding him back a little bit was trying to find room for Oladipo to fit in with Brogdon and Sabonis. So with the trade, open that up. So we'll see how Karis Levert fits in. He uh, he should be able to f- fill that role really well and maybe not need all the touches Oladipo needs. Uh, all the time like well Oladipo i don't think did, it'll be as selfish as i don't think it'll be as selfish as oladipo well i didn't want to throw out the selfish word but <laughs> it you, is, i mean it's what it was you went ahead and did it well i mean there's no denying it like right. he, he needs he the ball clearly, in his hands yeah he well he wanted the ball in his hands especially yeah. this season i think he probably felt that sabonis had passed them up in the fans eyes yeah um which was true uh and i'm sure it hit him hard he's ho- very hollywood so i mean now he gets to go to houston and hopefully have some success i'm rooting for him but it's a bigger city and it's his first real big city in the nba too so i'm sure it'll work out or it'll work out well for him so in the past week you have labeled two different days the saddest day of your life oh which uh which which one actually was the saddest day the day the trade happened or the day he made his houston debut oh the day the trade happened i'm very uh in the moment it's kind of it's it doesn't sound like you (laughs) uh his Houston debut was sad. He had a good game. Um, it's just hard to see him in a different jersey now. But when he got traded, man, it was well, you know, Blue Wednesday. Yeah, Blue Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it was a tough day. It, I, that's the worst day of my life. Well, I hope it stays the worst day of your life because that's, if that's the worst <laughs> day of your life, you've had a pretty great life. <laughs> no, I've, I've probably that. had some worse days, but <laughs> I'm just going to be dramatic for the sake of this podcast um do you want to talk about some games or i I don't even know what your rundown was at this point yeah well i was just going to ask you if you had any closing thoughts uh, about that trade or anything no no uh i like i said i i wish oladipo the best and i'm excited to see this team super healthy like i can't wait for warren to be back the lineup of uh brogdon levert warren sabonis and miles turner who i'm really liking and i'm sure a lot of people's minds are being changed um looks like it's going to be good going forward yeah i don't i mean i don't want to say i told you so <laughs> to everyone but i will and i'll say it loudly <laughs> i told you so but yeah hey let's let's talk to games so we can talk about why <laughs> i can say i told yeah, you so let's to do all it. these people uh so our last podcast we recorded last wednesday i think it dropped last wednesday as well which yeah. means the first game we have to talk about is from the 14th of january which was at the trail blazers a big 111 87 win yeah, uh, Trailblazers can't defend. Um, I think you were telling me, too, that it was the worst quarter in the NBA in however long. Yeah, uh, let me pull up that stat real yeah, quick. Because the, the Trailblazers had 10 points in the second quarter. I can't remember if you said it was in a half or a quarter. Um, so their first half was the second worst half for any team this season so far. Oh, okay. 36 points, but only 10 in the second quarter. Like, So they, they just had an abysmal first half that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And I mean, the Pacers, like, we didn't really, uh, we only scored 111, but like our offense was flowing. We had our bench players in for much of the end of the game, um, which was pretty sloppy. Right. Um, but well, there's, yeah, there's two ways you can handle that game. You can never take your foot off the gas and go for 130, 140, or you can just let it go. You're already up big anyway. So, and that's, that's the route the paces went. You, you saw some bench guys get a lot more minutes than they usually would. Yeah. Um, and with the injury history of a lot of these guys, bench them as soon as you can for the, if you're the Pacers. Well, True. the Trailblazers too. And not to mention, uh, because of the trade, Nolan Oladipo that game and Warren was out that game and Lamb was not back yet. So some of these guys were going to get these minutes anyway. Yeah. Um, also just want to mention Yusuf Nurkic got hurt in this game pretty early. He did. Um, and that helped us out a lot. We could drive to the rim. I remember at the end of the game, um, the Trailblazers, they were using Carmelo Anthony and Enos Cantor to protect the paint, which I think I texted you. It could be the worst uh, front court in the NBA um, to protect the paint right there, the pairing of those two, right? Uh, Defensively, is there a worse power forward defensively than Carmelo Anthony? I, I don't think so. What about uh, center? Is there a worse center than Enos Cantor defensively? Definitely not. No. I, <laughs> I would say I can safely say <laughs> I don't think so. And, I mean, I, I don't know what their exact positions are right now, but that's what they were playing was the four and right. five. And um, you love to see it. Yeah. In Here's a fun fact for you. Cantor is leading the league in a lot of rebound categories right now, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But – and he he might even do it all season, and then once again he's not going to be able to play in the playoffs again because he's so terrible on defense. Yep, which is just insane for a guy, a really likable guy. I've always liked him, but you just can't play him. Yeah, and you'll look at the ESPN Sports Center ticker um, throughout, or just like randomly, and you'll see Enos Cantor fifteen points, sixteen rebounds. Yeah, <laughs> you're like what? Yeah. Um, but yeah, defensively, uh, they really struggled. They're going to struggle all year too it's the trailblazers thing is they're not very good on defense and then when they are it's because Yusuf Nurkic pl- is playing but he usually isn't playing so uh Pacers were able to attack and it was a good game Sabonis had 23 points 15 rebounds five yeah assists. in uh Brogdon 25 5 and 7 uh Turner had four blocks and as you mentioned before he blocked a guy so hard that he broke his hand yep <laughs> you can go back and watch the play it's it's unclear he he gets a block and then he hits his hand on the rim so some Probably the rim is what actually <laughs> actually broke his hand. I think it would be safe to say. Yeah. But either way, he got injured in this game, and that was not great for us going forward. Oh, uh, I do want to mention, too, uh, Keelan Martin hit a step back three. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's also on my list of guys that we should consider waving to sign for a big man. So <laughs> I was going to save that for later, but I just thought I'd say it now. Uh, we'll get back to it, though. Okay. We'll get back to it. Uh, the next game was supposed to be at the Suns on the past Saturday, but it was postponed. Mm-hmm. So that left us with at the Clippers on Sunday. And the Clippers did to us what we had just done to the Blazers, but in the second half. We actually played pretty well in the first half. We did. Um, we were out. We were without Miles Turner. Um, yep. So we ended up starting Justin Holiday um, at power forward. Basic, or him and McDermott kind of switched off in that role. Yeah. But Sabonis was our center, who's not – your typical defensive center. Um, and then we had to start Sumner and at the shooting guard and Brogdon at points. So we had our we had Brogdon and Sabonis as our regular starters. We had three fill-in guys, yep. um, which just devastated our bench. Um, and our depth was just rough this game. Um, so it, it was a it was a tough game. The Clippers really had their – I mean, they had Kawhi Leonard and Paul George yeah. just rolling. And uh, we, got, we got beat pretty bad. So it's notable to me that even in this game – Aaron Holiday has not been able to break back into the starting lineup. He played 19 minutes, only had two points on one of five shooting. Yeah. So he's he's kind of cratering right now. He's playing himself out of the rotation. And I really hope he gets it turned around because when he plays well, he's a really important part mm-hmm. of our lineup. We were talking in the preseason about how important he could be coming off the bench for us. So hopefully he gets things figured out. But, yeah, at halftime, we were down six, I think. And then we'd eventually cut it to two, and then all of a sudden it was a thirty-point game. Yep, <laughs> it, was, it was out of nowhere. It was rough. Yeah. So um, this was a tough game. This was a, a game where a ton of people had messaged me on Instagram and said, "I'm I'm over it. I'm not watching this anymore." <laughs> yeah. um, and it was one of those games. Uh, we got to see your boy Brian Bowen, though. Yeah, we did. Um, he came back, and uh, Goga came back. This was his first game of the year, um, and I don't really have much else to say about. It. I I didn't like this game. Well, yeah, there's not much to like about 
a loss like that. So. Yeah. Uh, Sabonis kept his double-double streak alive. He however. did. That's the important thing. And then, <laughs> once again, in our last game, which was against the Mavericks, he did keep his uh, double-double streak going. Barely. On a garbage-time shot that missed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he grabbed his 10th rebound. He had two rebounds in the first half. Yeah. And ended up with 10. Yeah. So, you know he was going for it. I'm glad he got it. Um, but... What what do you think about this game? There was a point too where I'm I'm sure you'll talk about this. Luka Doncic, we thought we weren't going to see for the rest of the game, but yeah, but we did. But we did, <laughs> and that was tough. But what do you think about this game? So Zinger's getting pretty much anything he wanted to all game. That's a uh, Kristaps Porzingis for all you guys. <laughs> and here's where I will officially come out and say, "Told you so," on Miles Turner. Yeah, <laughs> this team is. There's no one else that can protect the rim. <laughs> If, yeah, and that was kind of obvious when Turner was healthy because he would go out and then teams would attack the paint more, but with him being out, they just go at it as often as they want to. Przingis only took three threes, and he's a big three point shooter, and he made twelve total shots. So he he was down there eating whenever he wanted to. So really struggling without Turner. We need him on the defensive end going forward. Hopefully he gets back real soon. Yeah. Um. Luckily Sabonis can rebound. Yes. Um. Which you know hides a lot of his de- defensive inefficiencies but um our backup center was Jakar Sampson right. in this and like that's not going to cut. I mean, I know he didn't play too many minutes. Actually, wait, I'm looking at it now. Sabonis so played 41, Jakar played 7. That's 48 minutes altogether at the center spot. So, um like that's all we had and they played the whole game I guess kind of splitting the center position and like no Goga, no Turner. Um yeah. when we're down two of those guys, like we're really out of luck cuz a six foot seven Samson can't be our backup center, and that's what we had to do yesterday. Right, he is fully a small forward. Yeah, <laughs> we, we've been over this with him before. He's a wing that can't play wing, <laughs> so they play him at center, and it's it's not great. It's not great at all. He's supposed to come in, give instant energy, but he's not supposed to come in and be a, a center who's supposed to protect the paint. Yeah, and I'm going back to the previous game on this one. I'm still waiting for Goga to not look lost when he's playing. He he still doesn't really seem to know what he's doing out there for some reason. When you've been playing basketball your whole life, you yeah. should know some basic concepts at least. Hopefully, it's just him trying to get into the swing of things still. Because I mean, he's only played one game this year. Yeah, so I hope so. Hopefully, he, he's just not. Did he miss yet. this game because of rest or because they couldn't play him? Uh oh, I good question. I, I don't. Well, remember. no, I know it was like he wasn't active for this game. He so I guess active. it was part of his injury. Yeah. So was I thought he you meant there's some clause where they couldn't play him. Was he not active in this game because he's unplayable, <laughs> or because they're trying, or because he's resting? Um, I, I would say it's because he's resting because Keelan Martin was active in this game. True. So that's and, my uh, answer. And we had no no big men. <laughs> here, the most important stat out of this game for the Pacers is Keelan Martin and Cassius Stanley both had one trillions. So. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Explain a trillion to people if they don't know what it is. All right, so if you don't know, uh, Mark Titus, uh, famous bench warmer for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Does he still have a podcast, by the way? He does. Titus and Tate, great college basketball podcast. Okay. If you like college basketball, nobody does it better than they do. Uh, So he came up with a stat for for himself, which (laughs) was total. So you have however many minutes you play. If you have zero stats whatsoever, so not even a missed shot, no missed fouls, just your minute number and then a bunch of zeros that's a trillion so okay what if you get a turnover can you still get a trillion no it's not a trillion oh so nothing so it's nothing <laughs> so it's really impressive to do this uh there's some, some guys will get nine or ten trillions and you're like how in the world <laughs> are you on a basketball court for nine or ten minutes and not get a single stat amazing but i wonder what the the highest trillion ever there is or that didn't make sense <laughs> Wonder what the highest trillion in NBA history is. Give me just a second, I can tell you. Okay, yeah. Um I'm guessing it's longer than Keelan Martin or Cassius Stanley's, but I could also see Keelan Martin getting the highest trillion of all time if he plays a significant amount of time for the Pacers. I haven't enjoyed him too much. I want to see Cassius Stanley get some more minutes, but this is fine for now. Um and I have I stalled enough or do you need me to keep stalling? You have stalled enough. Okay. <laughs> I, well, you've stalled enough for me to find some numbers, just not okay. probably not the the most big trillion. <laughs> that wasn't good. Yeah, talking. it doesn't make sense how to say it, does it? The biggest trillion. The largest, the longest trillion. 
So I, I know. know Tony Snell had a eight trillion one time. I remember when that happened. Yeah. Uh, Malik Monk in 2017-18 had a ten trillion. Wow. So that's pretty rough. He on this. I just have. I have a list of 2017 <laughs> trillions. Okay. That's all I have right now. Okay. Malik Monk, Omri Caspi, ooh, Doug McDermott. Ooh. He got a trillion that year. So guy it happens to guys all the time. You just don't it's not a stat that's actually reported. Doug McDermott from the thing. Mavericks in 2017 18? Yeah. I wonder if he was Let on the Mavericks cuz I I think he might have gotten traded that year. He's on the Knicks. Ah. And so close. He did play for the Mavericks at some point in 2017 18. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I only know that because of what we have coming up after our look ahead for games yeah. but I, I i won't give too much away yet it's so. a it's a wait and see <laughs> it is a wait and see you're gonna want to stick around for it though it's a ton of fun do you want to talk about games coming up yeah i didn't have anything else to say about yeah, that Mavericks I mean, game luca had a triple double after we thought he wasn't going to play the rest of the game right <laughs> which was great for my fantasy team yeah there you go um, but i still didn't want him to score i put some good money on the pacers to beat the mavericks too in this one and lost that also lost 500 on Vigit. Because oh. I said the Pacers would win. It's a real rough. bummer. Yeah, rough. I, I lost a good amount of money yesterday. Still in second. Well, fake money. Fake money, yes. Yeah. Yes. Important <laughs> distinction. <laughs> yes. If you haven't signed up for Vigit yet, too, and you don't know what we're talking about, um, DM us on Instagram or Twitter. If you sign up and you use our referral code, too, it gives us a, a little bit of money. And we're actually launching a website here soon, and we're rebranding. Um, I'm not going to give too much away about it, but uh, like that's what we're doing here soon. So stay on the lookout for that. But everyone who uses our referral code, um, we get a f- some basically some pennies, and we're going to put that towards um, our website that we're launching here soon. So if you haven't signed up yet, do it. It's free. You don't even have to bet. Just help us out. Use the referral code, and we'll love you forever. Right, Jeremy? Yeah. Tell them you'll forever love you forever. And ever, <laughs> forever and ever. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. Amen. It's, was it a prayer? <laughs> I think it's a song. Oh. I think it's a country song. I couldn't tell you. I should know. Yeah, we'll we'll get it with our other podcast, All Dot Country Songs. Yeah, this is actually where Austin's supposed to be. He loves country music almost as much as trains. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about these games. Let's do it. First up, uh, Friday the 22nd is Home for the Magic. Yeah. What do you think about this one, Jack? Oh, hey, first of all, we didn't even mention this in the Mavericks game. Uh, the stadium was open to fans. Oh yeah, that's yesterday. right. Yesterday, uh, I don't know if it's full or partial. I didn't. I didn't see anything. It's about uh, that. It's a forty-five hundred capacity. Okay, right now. Wow, forty-five thousand. Yeah, four hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> so, uh, forty-five hundred. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's cool that fans can go. Um. I I saw some of the uh, stadium hosts were there too. I we didn't get to see a friend of the podcast, Jill Deem. Yep. Was hosting because we didn't go to the game. Nope. But uh, that's cool that people can go. So the Magic game um, is in Indy. So hopefully some of our listeners can go to that. Yeah. If you do, send us some photos of the game. Um, we'll tag you and post it on Instagram. Um, but look, the Magic are, are sneaky good always. Um, I never want to say it's a pushover game ever, especially like Vucevic has been pretty good. Yeah. Um, and the Pacers are still devastated by injuries. This this. Like game, I hate to say this. I really hate to say this, but Miles Turner has become so important for us as a team. Um, if he's not playing this game, then like our chances drop drastically of of winning against good teams. Yeah, and Vucevic is one of, if not the most underrated players in the NBA. He's like a twenty and ten guy or twenty and twelve guy. We're just gonna act like Drummond doesn't exist. He well, Vucevic is yeah, I am. <laughs> Vucevic has been this for years and uh he's gonna eat against the pacers team <laughs> when we play him so worried about that but yeah he has a good team around him cole anthony hit a game winner the other night oh yeah had a really good game uh evan fournier is always good yeah and no one knows about him and like they still have aaron gordon like yeah like you said sneaky good you forget about this team but they're they're pretty solid so. yeah how many times uh have you heard aaron gordon to the pacers from you or in general? In general, like I, I've always heard him in rumors coming to the Pacers. Yeah, you hear it a lot. I hear it a lot from you. <laughs> so, um, Terrence Ross is on this team too. Yeah. Uh, could have fifty points. You never know. He's done it before. Yeah, I would say he won't, <laughs> but he could. You're right. Anyone could have fifty against the Pacers right now. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that the Pacers will win. There you go. Oh, 
You know, they've lost two in a row. I think they turn it around as well. I, I, yeah. I think they get a win. Good teams don't lose too many in Vooch a row. Vooch will have 35 and 15. <laughs> no, we won't. You really think? Uh, 20 and 13. All right, I love it. 25 and 14. <laughs> Somewhere in that range. Yes. You know. You know. Yes. Uh, so the next two games, also at home, is uh, back-to-back nights, Sunday the 24th, Monday the 25th, against the Raptors. Yeah. Um, Raptors have been uh, okay recently um kyle lowry has definitely taken a big step back this year love him as a player i know a lot of people don't but um he's definitely taken a step back og Anobi's looked good go hoosiers yeah um pascal siakam's been a little better recently but still a rough player um this year from what we expected him to be um and i i don't know this is one of those teams where you could lose to them any day but uh they're losing to teams that they should beat and then they'll sometimes beat some teams that they should lose to. So yeah. I, I don't know. I, I expect the Pacers to win if we have some guys back. Hopefully Jeremy Lamb can get back into the swing. He is the Raptor killer. Yep. Um, hopefully he can get back fully healthy. And um, oh, yeah. We just glossed over that, too. Yeah, Jeremy Lamb was back. Oh, yeah, we did gloss over We didn't over. even mention that. <laughs> he had 10 points in, in 19 or 20 minutes. Yeah, and believe. looked good. Yeah, he looked good. So that's... Really important to have him back. Hopefully his role will expand rapidly. He can get back to what he was yeah. last season because he was playing well for us, and he can fill some of these minutes that we've lost to guys getting injured. Yeah, um, and, I mean, we definitely need him right now. We need the scoring we off the do. bench. Aaron Holiday hasn't been that recently, so it's going to have to I mean, to be. we need him to start right now. Oh, yeah, I guess we start. We need him to be right. a player that can <laughs> start. Right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, well, hopefully the Raptor kill- killer will look good against the Raptors because we play them twice in a row. Yeah. Two days in a row, and uh, if you've got a schedule at home, make sure you double-check it. The uh, tip time for this game was updated to 1 p.m. on Sunday from, I think, 3 or 4 or something. Oh, so weird. It got moved up to the early afternoon game. Yeah. I think they uh, they must have wanted it to – I don't know what time the NFL games – I think the NFL games are later oh. on championship weekend, so they got to get that game in before they start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am excited that it is that we do play the Raptors on Sunday and then the next day on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love that feel like we're playing them at home twice. We get to see this team twice, yeah. get to understand them a little bit better and see how we match up. So I do like this new kind of uh, – It's probably it probably has to do with COVID big time. Pro- yeah, well, right? that's exactly what it is. Okay. I mean, the p- players have been asking this for a while, and we've mentioned this before. It's definitely going to stay this way. It's so much easier for the players to not have to travel as much. You get to a city – you get to settle in a little bit. You're not on a plane every night if you're on a road trip. So it's it's so much better. Yeah, for it's guys. probably so nice, too, for those Western Conference teams that are actually in the East, like yes. Memphis and New Orleans and Minnesota. Like, I, I don't know why they're in – I guess it makes sense that they're in the West because of – Well, there's so many teams – East of the Mississippi. Some yeah. of them have to be in the Western Conference. Yeah, or as we say, the Mercer Serpa. I have never said that. <laughs> you know, down here in the South. <laughs> why would you say it like that, though? <laughs> uh, don't you mean why would we say it like that, though? Yeah, the Massasappi. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, the NBA clearly needs to expand. we got to get a team in San Diego, Seattle, maybe Vegas. Why would San Diego get a team? Well, I love San Diego, so you know it was my home for a while. Right, I agree with you. Like Louisville and Seattle, Louisville needs a team, man. Louisville needs a needs an NBA team. I mean, it, it's going to be Las Vegas and Seattle. It's going to be Las Vegas and Seattle. There's not really a debate there. Yeah, but Louisville would be next, right? Uh, I think they might go Mexico City. No, they wouldn't. There's a lot. There's some they, there's buzz about it. Yeah, but think about the travel time for that. It'd be rough, but. You could figure it out, especially if you're going to go to this kind of schedule where you're two games in a row. They would always play teams two days in a row, which would be strange, but yeah, you never know. I guess it it work if it works for Hawaii, the college team. Yeah, I guess it could work for. But like that, that would be pretty far down the road. If yeah. they're going to expand two teams now, they would have to wait to do it again. It'd so. have to be the International Basketball Association. Yeah. Well, I guess it should be already because Toronto. It's true. Who's in Tampa Bay? So it's not. <laughs> so it's the National Basketball Association. Yeah. But anyway, what do you expect from – do you expect wins, losses from these Raptor games? You know, I always expect wins. Um, I think these are two easily winnable games, so hopefully they go out there and get the wins. Yeah, I agree. I say win, win, win. Magic, Raptors, Raptors. 
Uh, the final game coming to you before we'll record again is Wednesday the 27th at the Hornets, but they also play at the Hornets on Friday the 29th, so we might as well talk about both the games together. Okay. Jack, I know you're big on LaMelo this year. I'm not a LaMelo fan, but, I mean, he's been good recently. I mean, he's definitely the rookie of the year right now if the season ended, right? Yeah, he's been playing really well. Um, Wiseman might have to pick it up a little bit to compete with him for rookie of the year, but... Yeah. Uh, Cole Anthony getting a little buzz as well recently. He's been playing well, so we'll we'll see. It's I think he's definitely the front runner though. Yeah, um, just sold a Lamelo Ball rookie card for nineteen dollars. Hey, should have held on to that. No, it's in his uh, Lithuania jersey, so oh. it's pretty much aged as bad as can be. Yeah, I'm lucky to have gotten nineteen dollars <laughs> out of it. Um, like there's a John Morant uh, rookie card where he's wearing his Murray State jersey, and uh-huh. even if it's graded a ten PSA, like you get like fifty bucks for it. Hmm. So. I feel pretty good about this LaMelo ball card selling. I'm just trying to get rid of him. Um, but, hey, he's looked pretty good. I still am not scared of the Hornets in any capacity because um, defensively, like, they do have Bismack Biombo there, but Sabonis offensively compared to Biombo's defense, like, I'd rather have Sabonis there and, you know, no matter what. And, like, the whole team, the Pacers, if we get some guys back healthy, I know I've been saying this a lot, like, we're definitely a better team, and I expect to win from this game. Well, I do still have PTSD from what Biombo did to the Pacers in the playoffs when he was on the Raptors, and I'll never forget that. Yeah, well, if he was a Raptor, since we have Jeremy Lamb, like, doesn't that just mean that he's going to be irrelevant against the Pacers? That's we have true, Raptor, and we don't have Roy killer? Hibbert anymore. <laughs> so that would help, probably. <laughs> yeah, But, yeah, uh, I think Pacers definitely a better team. What do you think about your boy Terry Rozier this year? Uh, from know. University of Louisville. Uh, I think he's a really good, really solid player. Averaging 19.9 points. It's really good. Yeah, and 2.7 assists. It's fine. As a point guard. He's a shooter, <laughs> so he's going <laughs> to shoot. Um, so, I mean, there's not really much to talk about the, um, the Hornets, but Gordon Hayward is on this team. One yes. last thing to mention. Um, and hopefully we can just whoop him and... Look, he's an Indiana uh, Indiana dude, so you always want to root for him. But hopefully we can beat him down pretty good just because he didn't want to sign with us, which I'm actually glad he didn't. So that's all I have to say about the, the Hornets um, and the Pacers. I expect five wins in our next five games. It's high expectations. Yep. They should be able to do it, though. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> um, so, Jeremy, do you want to do this game I've developed? Yeah, I'm always down to play a game. Okay. So it has no name. The no-name game. Yes. But basically what it is is I have eight guys here that are currently on the Indiana Pacers. Um, and I created a list of their teammates who they've played with and created an all-time starting five for Ooh. each of these guys. So, like, nice. for example, um, Oladipo – or wait, let me let me give a good example. I, I want to find a list but not give too much away. So, like, Doug McDermott played with Rajon Rondo in Chicago 2015-2016. Okay. Um, but if Rondo was on a starting lineup, which he's not, and I don't want to give away who passed up Rondo, um, he's getting prime Rondo. So Rondo's best case scenario, this is all time team. So Rondo's best form of himself, um, is who would be on his starting five. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I went, uh, one through five position wise. Um, and like some guys, like there's centers who I, I have at power forward, mm-hmm. just, don't don't worry about it. Don't, I, I don't, don't overthink it. I'll try not to nitpick. I no know promises. how you are. Don't knit any picks. Um, but Jeremy, I'm gonna do. It's gonna be a bracket style, which I haven't drawn out the bracket yet, but I'll just create it in my head. So we're gonna start with Karis Levert, who's not played for the Pacers yet, but I still included in this All right. because he's a Pacer for life. You know. Yeah. So we're gonna start with Karis Levert. Versus Malcolm Brogdon. So is this the number one overall seed versus the number eight overall seed? No. Uh, I'm not going to give seeds, but I think, no, neither of these guys are the one seed. Okay. So there's no seeding in this. No, but Brogdon might be the eighth seed. But I'll, I'll <laughs> let you decide, okay? So Karis LeVert starting five. Kyrie Irving, 1920 uh-huh. season. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, 17-18 season. Mm-hmm. Jamal Crawford, 1920 season. And if you if you follow us on Instagram or Twitter, you saw this list specifically for Levert. We did a Levert in uh, Justin Holiday one that we've already posted, but we have eight names here, so you're gonna stay tuned. Um, Jamal Crawford at small forward from 1920. Kevin Durant at power forward from 2020 2021. 
and then Brooke Lopez from sixteen twenty. So that's yeah. the starting five. It's Kyrie, D'Lo, Crawford, KD, and Brooke Lopez. So the player doesn't start in their own starting five. No, they don't start. Are they the coach? They are the coach. Okay. Yeah. Um. And he wouldn't start in this, would he? I guess. Uh, I might start him over Crawford. All time. Eh, maybe. Because don't you think maybe. Jamal Crawford all time players a higher? He's higher on the list than Karis LeVert? I, I I guess all time, yeah. I yeah. Mean, Karis- that, oh, sorry. I should explain that too because I, I explained this to you before. This is like I, I created these lineups. I'll give you some of the names that I left off too for each of these players because I wrote them all down. Um, but I went based on like their all time ranking okay. on a list of where I think they would be. Like if uh, Jamal Crawford and Karis LeVert, like at their primes, I don't know who's better. Mm-hmm. Um, but all-time list who's higher it's probably jamal crawford yeah that's a good way to do it yeah so also crawford probably a better fit with that lineup yeah maybe um there's only one way to find out we got to call them all up and do it okay brogdon's team i have oladipo at point guard uh 1920 i have chris middleton 1617 uh stop you there karis levert's team (laughs) (laughs) okay well hang on uh Giannis 1617 oh yeah Pau Gasol, eighteen nineteen, and another Brooke Lopez, oh. eighteen nineteen. So we got clones right there. Two Lopez's playing yeah. against each other. All right. Well, I still got to go with Karis Levert's team here. I, th- I think so too. Um, I'm trying to imagine Pau Gasol guard Kevin Durant, and it's making <laughs> me laugh. <laughs> well, don't you think Giannis would switch over to KD and Pau Gasol would guard Jamal Crawford? <laughs> <laughs> that 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 made me laugh even more. All right, so let's just say Karis LeVert wins. Brogdon loses. All right, let's move on to Justin Holiday versus Jeremy Lamb. Oh, fun. Yeah, these these are going to start getting fun. So Justin Holiday, we already posted this one, so um, you already know this if you're, if you're listening and you saw it. Uh, Steph Curry, 14-15. Derrick Rose, 15-16. Carmelo Anthony, 16-17. Andre Iguodala, 14-15. And Pau Gasol again, 16-17. All right. Um, I haven't even read some of these choices for some of these guys. I can go back and do that in a minute. But uh, Justin Holiday versus Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb has Westbrook, 12-13. Kimball Walker, 15-16. I guess you could switch those. Um, Kevin Durant, 12-13. Al Jefferson, 15-16. And Dwight Howard, 16-17. Whoa. Jefferson and Howard made the list. Yeah. Wow. Um, so the Dwight Howard one came out of nowhere because I forgot he played for Charlotte. And Jeremy Lamb was on yeah that team that he played for so um to me justin holiday wins this because steph derrick rose carmelo pal gasol yeah iguodala all in their prime iguodala's prime was finals mvp right i mean he's really good in philly oh yeah he's is probably philly <laughs> and let me let me clarify i, I was making fun of pow but prime pow is super good so good he was one of the best players in the league there are people who say he was the best player on those Me. Lakers team. With I Kobe. say he was. So I the two championships they had. I would tell you Pau Gasol was more important than Kobe on those teams. Yeah. So like he he was a, he was a fantastic player. So I, I'm with you on that one, Justin Holiday. Yeah, I his think team takes it. Holiday wins. I mean, Westbrook, Kimba, KD, Al Jefferson, Dwight Howard. That's definitely better than Brockton's team, <laughs> but they didn't match up. So Jeremy Lamb, sorry man, you lose. Dwight Howard couldn't save you. Which I mean, are we discrediting Dwight Howard a little bit too in this? Uh, he was. Amazing in his prime as well. Yeah. But having uh, Al Jefferson at power forward (laughs) kind of holds you back. Okay. Well, let me read some other names that we could have used there instead. So let me, let's see. Jeremy Lamb. uh, We did not include, so he played with Derek Fisher, 12-13. Oh. We wanted to put him over Kimba. Um, Serge Ibaka could have been there, but Al Jefferson's a two-time all-star. That's true. I, I, I think for fit, Serge at the four is a better fit. I don't disagree. Also, Sabonis or Oladipo could have been plugged in there, oh, too. Oh, yeah, that's So true. Those, those two are on every single one of these lists as choices. Uh-huh. Um, I tried not to include them, but, like, if I just had to, I, I did. <laughs> yeah. um, so, okay, so Justin Holiday and Karis LeVert advanced to the second round. Next matchup, we have TJ McConnell versus Jakar Sampson. One-time teammates in Philly. Yep. And two-time f- teammates in Indiana. Uh, so Wait, t- oh. like they two-timed each other? <laughs> Yeah, they're mortal enemies. <laughs> Those two-timing <laughs> teammates. <laughs> um, so TJ McConnell's starting five, and you're going to hate this one um, because I know you. Ben Simmons, 17-18. Okay. Uh, JJ Redick, 17-18. And I'm yeah. looking at that, and I'm thinking, wait, maybe I should have put Oladipo there. So whatever. 
Tobias Harris, 1819. Elton Brand, 1516. And Joel Embiid, 1617. So just Philly. <laughs> so just Philadelphia, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I take back what I said about Al Jefferson. I don't know if he was an all-star. Elton Brand was the two-time all-star I was thinking of. I don't know if Al Jefferson was. Uh, no, I think I can say, and we can throw it to Breezy here. I think Breezy would agree that Al Jefferson was never an all-star. Breezy, you agree? Uh, he didn't spawn again. We'll keep trying it, though. <laughs> yeah, he's still not here. What in the world? Um, so that was TJ McConnell's team. Simmons, Reddick, Tobias Harris, Elton Brand, Joel Embiid. He's up against Jakar Sampson, who, Jeremy, I hope you're ready for this one. This blew my mind. I am so ready. Okay. So, okay, the first one is not too exciting, but we have choices. Um, but I just went ahead and put him here. Jason Richardson, 14-15. Um, Vince Carter, 17-18 in Sacramento. Mike Miller, 16-17, and I don't remember where. Uh, Memphis. No, he never. Yeah, somewhere. He did. No, Denver. Mike Miller in Denver. Yes. Which Jakar Sampson was on the Denver teams. So it's Jason Richardson, Vince Carter, Mike Miller, Zach Randolph, 17-18 in Sacramento, and then Nikola Jokic, 16-17 in Denver. Oh, nice. Yeah, so uh, this would be minus Nikola Jokic. This would have been the perfect NBA Live 2004 lineup that I would have craved as a kid. But, uh, yeah, Jakar Sampson's team is pretty good. I mean, Vince Carter, Nikola Jokic, Zach Randolph Prime. Yeah. Mike Miller splashing threes. That is really good. Jason Richardson, too, just flying around the court. Man. So, uh, that it's that lineup versus, I'll read TJ McConnell's one more time. Ben Simmons, J.J. Redick, Tobias Harris, Elton Brand, Joel Embiid. Yeah, I think you got to go with Jakar's team here. You you think so? I think you do. Yeah, because, I mean, Nikola Jokic and Embiid pretty much counter each other right there. Yeah, I mean, you, I think you got to take Jokic in that matchup. Yeah, so, okay, TJ McConnell, sorry, man, you've been eliminated. If you're listening, um, that's pretty cool. And you said that's the great 2004 NBA live team. That's a great, like, 2011 Memphis Grizzlies team. <laughs> like, if they could have upgraded from Gasol to Jokic. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> man, that team would have been... I don't know if Jokic... Is he grit and grind enough, though? I was about to say, I don't know if he can grit and grind, but boy, that team would have been fun with him. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's move on. Next matchup is TJ Warren versus Dougie McBuckets. TJ Warren's lineup could be the worst one yet. Uh, we have Goran Dragic, Victor Oladipo, Devin Booker, Demonis Sabonis, Tyson Chandler. Yes. Yeah, not the worst one yet, I guess. But I mean, it's, it's a good lineup, so you still got a lot of good players there. Yeah, um... And I had some other choices for TJ Warren. I haven't even read. I've only read Jeremy Lamb's other choices, haven't I? So let me just get through TJ Warren's real quick. Uh, we could have also had Eric Bledsoe, Orlando Johnson, one-time pacer. Yeah. They played together in Phoenix. Uh, PJ Tucky, but I probably meant to write PJ Tucker. Probably. Um, Trevor Ariza, eighteen nineteen. Uh, Jamal Crawford, eighteen nineteen, and Raymond Spalding, eighteen nineteen, from Louisville. Yeah. I did that for you, Jeremy. And he, he goes by Ray Spalding, but yeah. that's okay. I wrote Ray Spalding, but I, I just <laughs> wanted to give his his birth name. Um, so that's TJ Warren's team. I'll read it one more time. Goran Dragic, Victor Oladipo, Devin Booker, Demonis Sabonis, Tyson Chandler. Are you ready for this one? I'm so ready. This was the hardest decision I had to make on this lineup. Oh, wow. Um, so this is Doug McDermott's team. He's been on a lot of teams in his career. Uh, this is his third year for Indy, though. I didn't realize that. I thought yeah. it was his second for some reason. But third year on Indy. I have his extra players pulled up because it was a tough decision. But his lineup, Derek Rose, Dwayne Wade, Russell Westbrook, which I actually switched those two. I have mm-hmm. Westbrook at the two, Dwayne Wade at the three. Dirk Nowitzki, Pau Gasol. Wow. Unreal. That's really good. Yeah. Um, which I think clearly beats TJ Warren's. So yeah. We don't have to have a discussion about it. Um, some of the players I left off, and there were plenty more. I just wrote some down because I already knew the starting five just by – uh, going through it real quick. Uh, Rajon Rondo was 15 to 16, like I'd mentioned earlier. Yeah. Jimmy Butler, 14 to 15. Um, it's just the first time they played with him too, not their whole career. Yeah. Um, Kristaps Porzingis, 17, 18. I wrote Devin Harris down for some reason, 17, 18. But okay. there, there you go. So there's some of the guys I could have. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think there's any argument for putting those guys in the actual lineup either. Yeah. I think you've made all the right choices there. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Dwayne Wade at the three against Devin Booker works. Yep, that's that's good. So I mean, don't you think Doug McDermott wins this matchup uh, easily? I mean, he has yeah. a. Where's uh, Dirk Nowitzki ranked for you all time? Uh, pretty high. It's probably the same with Dwayne Wade too. 
Yeah, he's also pretty high. Two top 50 guys at least. But where does Goran Dragic rank for you all time? You know, he's pretty high. <laughs> probably a top 500 player all hey, time. Best player for the Miami Heat last year, Goran Dragic. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> There's some games where you'd, you'd watch the Miami Heat last year and you'd leave and you'd say, man, I'm not going to tell anybody this because I know it's not true, but is Goran Dragic the best player on the Miami Heat? <laughs> it's weird that you would ask yourself that. Um, okay, so TJ Warren, you've been eliminated. If you're listening, sorry. Get well soon. But, hey, thanks for listening. <laughs> Next matchup, we have Karis LeVert versus Justin Holiday. And this this is the final four. This is the final four. So We congrats. did it. We went from 68 teams all the way down to four. <laughs> and I, I don't even know if there was – I just looked at these eight guys and was like, well, they've been around the longest. They've probably played with the best players. I didn't want to pick, like, uh, guys who've only been on indie. Uh-huh. Just because that would be kind of boring. Cassius Stanley. Cassius Stanley. <laughs> His all-time starting lineup is the Pacers' current starting lineup. Right. Not current. Our healthy starting lineup. Yeah. Um, so this is Levert versus Justin Holiday. We got Kyrie, D'Lo, Jamal Crawford, KD, Brooke Lopez versus Justin Holiday's Steph Curry, Derrick Rose, Carmelo Anthony, Andre Iguodala, Pau Gasol. This one's pretty easy to me, but what do you think? I don't know. What do you think? I think Justin Holiday runs away with this. Prime Steph Curry, prime Derrick Rose, prime Carmelo, prime Pau Gasol, and Iguodala in there too. I don't know if he runs away with it, but I think he wins. Because, <laughs> I mean, look, D'Angelo Russell and Jamal Crawford definitely holding you back. Plus, Brooke Lopez at center. Brooke Lopez, Nets all-time leading scorer. Hey, can't forget that. Don't don't hold that against him. <laughs> but you're right. I'm definitely with you. Justin Holiday's team wins there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, Karis LeVert, sorry you've been eliminated. Get well soon. Um, and thanks for listening. If you are <laughs> final second final four matchup, we got Jakar Sampson versus Dougie McBuckets. Let me just double check that we're recording still. I just had a moment. I just, I thought, well, I hope we're recording. Okay, Jakar Sampson versus Dougie McBuckets. We got Jakar Sampson's Jason Richardson, Vince Carter, Mike Miller, Zach Randolph, Nikola Jokic. Oh, and let's see if you want to sub a guy out too for Jakar Sampson instead of having Jason Richardson there. Okay, well, I'm going to allow you to do one substitute. Um, players that we didn't use, Jameer Nelson, Elton Brand, <laughs> uh, Kenneth Fareed, De'Aaron Fox, George Hill, Zach Levine. Ooh, Zach Levine might get in there. All time over Jason Richardson. He's really good. What if I get De'Aaron Fox just from his game the other night? Uh, that was his prime. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, what was Jason Richardson's his prime then? But if Darren Fox's prime is 40 points every single time he's out there, that's better than Jason Richardson. <laughs> true. I wonder if any of these guys played with uh, Colin Sexton. Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, shoot. Incredible. He's on everyone's team then at that point. Um, okay, so I subbed in Darren Fox for you. <laughs> but 40 <laughs> – wait a second. I only want to miss 40 points So you'd rather have Vince Carter than him then? Because I took out Vince Carter for Darren Fox. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. I took out Jason Richardson for De'Aaron Fox. I mean, Levine over Fox. Like, come on. Zach Levine? Yeah. Okay. I'll He's put really good. Foxy Levine. Oh, are we combining him? <laughs> if we're combining them, definitely. Like a Power Ranger Megabot. I yeah. never watched Power Rangers, but I know they combined. They did. Yeah. Um, against Doug, Doug McDermott's team, Derek Rose, Dwayne Wade, Russell Westbrook, Dirk the Jerk, and Pau Gasol. Yeah, it's going to be McDermott. Yeah, it has to be, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, congrats, Doug McDermott. Jakar Sampson, you had a fun team. He did. <laughs> That's really cool that Jakar Sampson played with all those guys. Um, and he created a clone mashup of Darren Fox and Zach Levine <laughs> and named it Foxy Levine. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, shout out Foxy Brown, female rapper back in the day. Hey, heck yeah, shout out. Hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is our finals. Are you it ready? Is. I am so ready. Um, we got Justin Holiday versus Doug McDermott, both teammates in Chicago. Yeah, maybe Chicago. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Fifteen, sixteen. Derrick Rose, maybe, maybe Chicago. Maybe, I can't decide. <laughs> I'm just gonna skip over it. But Justin Holiday, Doug McDermott, current teammates on Indy. True. So Justin Holiday's team again is Steph, Derrick Rose, Carmelo, Iguodala, Pau Gasol. Would you like to see if you'd like to make a substitute? Let's uh, yeah, let's see. Okay, so Justin Holiday. Let me find his team. 
I crossed out Drew Holiday, Clay Thompson, David Lee, uh, one-time All-NBA player David Lee. Yep. Uh, Draymond Green, Paul Millsap, Jimmy Butler, Mark Gasol, Sabonis, and Oladipo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you got the right lineup. Yeah. I think so too. Iguodala, you could replace with maybe like David Lee, Draymond Green. Yeah, I think Draymond would be the only one, but you want prime Iguodala over Draymond every day. For sure. That was my exact thought too. So okay, so that's Justin Holiday's team, and then Doug McDermott's team again is Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade, Russell Westbrook. Dirk Nowitzki, and Pau Gasol. So uh, we got a cloned Pau Gasol here <laughs> matched up against each other. It's Iguodala matched up with Dirk Nowitzki, unless Carmelo wants to guard him, which I'm sure Dirk would love. Yeah. Um, we got Dwayne Wade on Carmelo or Iguodala. Uh-huh. Um, and then Westbrook uh, against Rose, and then Rose against Steph. But I guess Rose against Rose. So it's a we got a Rose clone. Yeah. Two clones. We got two cloned Rose and cloned Gasol. It's heavy Chicago here in, in this matchup. Yeah, I mean those Chicago teams had those those older guys who you know rocked in 2012. Well, I mean you got Gasol. Uh, well, Jimmy Butler could have been in any Mike of these. Dermot, yeah. Justin uh, Holiday, Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade, Rajon Rondo was on yeah, one of those. Lots teams. of Bulls represented here in yeah. this matchup. Yeah, but I'm gonna have to go with McDermott's team once again. So Doug McDermott is our champ. He Doug is. McDermott has played with the greatest players in NBA history. Breezy, hit the champion movie, music. He's here. <laughs> Finally. Thanks thanks for showing up, Breezy. Hey, full disclosure, that was me. Oh. You were watching me do it, too, so I don't know how to say it. Theater of the mind. <laughs> I uh, started making that sound, too, and thought Rocky and tried to get to the Rocky theme song and couldn't get there. It did sound a little Rocky. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean like the movie. It was just kind of rocky. <laughs> Real pitchy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, hey, shout out Doug McDermott. You are our champion. And uh, if we missed any players who had better teammates that I just didn't name out of these eight guys, um, let us know. Maybe I'll go back and look. Maybe we can do this again with Breezy. But Or if you think we're crazy with who our champion is. Yeah. Also, it would be fun to do all-time worst teammates. That would be good too. Yeah, or back alley brawl teammates. Sure. I mean, the the options are endless. There's so many options. Yeah. So um, so many teammates. <laughs> were Were there any that you were surprised by? Uh, no, not really. I no. don't think so. Some of these guys move around a lot, so you end up playing with a lot of good players. Yeah, the Jakar Samson one to me, man, it's it just blew my mind. Mike Miller, Zach Randolph, Vince Carter, Jason Richardson. Yeah, that's that's so exciting. <laughs> Foxy Levine. Yes. But uh, there you go. Well, that was fun. Thanks. You said it would be, and it was. <laughs> you nailed it. Jack, do you have any closing thoughts today? Um, It's been hard to be a Pacers fan the past few days, but guys, hang in there. Yeah, it's I mean, it's just better. a couple losses, so yeah. it's weird that you think it's been hard to We're be a We're still Pacers fourth fan. in the East. So, yeah, I mean, eight and six, looking good still. And um, I don't have the stat in front of me, but someone sent it to me today. Sabonis is one of six players ever to start the first 14 games of a season with a double-double. Oh, nice. Um, also, Jokic this season is one of the six players all-time. Yep. So it's those two, and then Kevin Love, when he had his double-double streak, that was crazy in Minnesota. He he had a 2020 streak. Oh, I mean, he was unbelievable He had a year. huge double-double streak, but he also had a long 20-20 and 20 streak. Yeah, and then crazy. got traded to Cleveland, and LeBron made him get skinny and shoot corner threes. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world, man? And I guess it kind of worked. I mean, you get a title. So. Yeah. Uh, Giannis also last season was one of the three, ah, or one of the six. Of course. So we had three, two this year, one last year. Yep. So hopefully Sabonis can keep rolling. I love seeing the double-double streak live on. Um, hopefully he can be the only player – to do it all 82 games. He already holds the Pacers record for one season, most double-doubles, passed up Detlef Schrimpf last year. Oh, well, he'll have to break his own record then. Yeah. He, um, he can get all the top five spots at least. Yeah. Just got to stay here and keep playing well. Yes. I mean, easily, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, that's going to do it for us today. Please go follow us on Instagram at all.pacers, Twitter at all underscore Pacers. Tell us what you thought about the things we talked about today. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, this is Jeremy. That's all for us. See you next week. Peace out. Oh, hey, sorry. Real quick, Jeremy. Don't forget to sign up for Vigit, everybody out there. Vigit. We have some the the website launching soon, and we're rebranding totally, so be ready. Vigit. Yes. All right, and let's play that music where Oladipo and Nate McMillan are in it still. All right, Breezy, say bye. Ah.
about team basketball. It's all about playing the game the right way. The name on the front of the jersey is more important than that name on the back of the jersey. You play for the Indiana Pacers. That's who you represent.